This is Living Health Live on 1450 and 95.9 WOL and worldwide on WOLDCnews.com. Living Health Radio is your ticket to a lifetime of good health. Here are your hosts, Dr. Stephanie and Tom Chaney. Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Tom Chaney and this is Living Health Live. Joining me on the show as well as in life and our practice, Living Health Integrative Medicine, is my wife, Dr. Stephanie Chaney. We are super excited to be joining you weekly to take you on an adventure of a lifetime, your lifetime of great health. You'll get some information and instructions on how to live a better, healthier life free of chronic diseases like diabetes, neuropathy, autoimmunity, pain and arthritis, and so much more. This is your show to help you learn and grow and a place to come and get some valuable information to help you with your health challenges so you feel free to check out our website at mylivinghealth.com, call our office for an appointment at 410-216-9180. On today's show, we're going to talk about arthritis and joint regeneration. This is something that we see many of our patients come in with, um, joint pain, uh, they're, they're can't, uh, they don't have the, the ability to perform their daily activities. So we're going to talk all about arthritis today. And why don't we start, Dr. Steph, by just talking about some of the different types of arthritis. You know, we do a lot of different treatment modalities in our office. We've, we've got uh, Dr. Andrew Rill. He's our, our chiropractor. We do physical therapy, um, rehab. We do injections, which we're going to talk a little bit about today. Um, but we also do nutrition. And we find patients coming in with a myriad of different types of joint pain. And they all kind of get lumped into that whole topic of arthritis. And arthritis is just a general term for inflammation of the joint. And so if you have inflammation, you're probably going to have some pain. Um, There's usually some swelling and hotness and soreness. There can be a lot of different reasons for why you have arthritis. And so there's different types of arthritis. And so we see people come in with something called osteoarthritis, where they'll get um, like degradation of the joints, the breakdown of the cartilage, breakdown of the bones, they'll get bone spurs and those things kind of start to rub. That can often be caused by a a history of trauma where the joint was injured at some point earlier in life and that changed the mechanics of the joint. Sometimes we just grow a little asymmetrically, you know, one leg shorter than the other. And so you're carrying weight day after day um, unevenly side to side. And, and so that can cause the slow mechanical breakdown of the joint. Um, but we do off also see a lot of patients come in, especially um, working with our functional nutritionists that have autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis, um, fibromyalgia, um, where they've got a lot of systemic pain. We also get people that have inflammation in their joints because of food allergies. So whether that's gluten, dairy, soy, or other things, um, infections. So there's a lot of different types of arthritis. Um, I think the one we're going to talk about the most over the next couple episodes of the show is um, the osteoarthritis, that that the sort of arthritis that people say is just from old age, <laughs> but it's really just being mechanically off uh, for a period of time and breaking down the joints. So kind of like um, using the analogy of a car. So you take your car into the mechanic and they see that your cars, your wheels are out of alignment. And we know if the wheels are out of alignment, the tires are going to wear out a lot quicker. Yeah, and they'll wear out unevenly, right? So, um, you know, you might have the right front tire go down a lot quicker than the back left tire or something. And that kind of happens to us. So, you you know, people can come in and they've got really bad arthritis in one knee, but not the other. Or they could have it in both knees, depending on what's going on. Right. So, 
typically, if you have that type of pain, you go into the doctor and you talk to the doctor and tell them, you know, you're having, say, let's take the knee, for example, um, having this knee pain, what would the typical treatment be? Yeah, so I can give you the whole, the typical treatment in the conventional system is you go in and complain about knee pain. Or we're going to pick on the knee because most patients come in with knee pain when they're dealing with joint issues. And uh, it's it's a very weight load, load-bearing joint. So it, it, it does have cause a lot of problems for people. So you complain about knee pain. Um, the, the, the system basically encourages you to, to try over-the-counter non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medications, so NSAIDs. Um, that's your things like Tylenol, Motrin, Ibuprofen. You know, so go take that, alleviate the pain. Most people are doing that on their own because it is over-the-counter. And you know, the moment you have some pain, that's the first thing people were trained to reach for that, right? And so over time, that's not really fixing anything. And we can get into all of that in a moment. But um, and so eventually, you might get prescription NSAIDs, so prescription Tylenol or prescription. So these are higher dose, dose uh, over-the-counter type medications that most people have already sort of done that themselves. Also, right? They're they're now off-label triple dosing their ibuprofen because the pain is so bad. Um, the reason why the pain will continue is that nothing's really been fixed mechanically. You're still having the problems and the arthritis is still getting worse. At some point, maybe um, the doctor might start prescribing steroids. So depending on the type of arthritis you have. So this could be, you know, your cortisone, your prednisone. um, And that can be, I, I call that, you know, joint crack because it can do a lot to alleviate pain. But because it is an anti-inflammatory, but it is steroid and there's lots of side effects with these drugs as far as um, osteoporosis and um, diabetes and elevated sugars and all kinds of issues that can arise later. And again, you're not really fixing the problem. It leads to bone thinning, believe it or not. And when you're dealing with arthritis, you're, you're obviously dealing with a breakdown of bone. At some point, the doctor might even say, well, let's let's take an x-ray. Right. So we take an x-ray and we confirm, yes, we've got bone spurs, osteoarthritis, early stages, stage two, whatever they call it. Um, You're not really in a position to get surgery. You're not a surgical candidate. So the next thing that we have in the medical toolbox is uh, maybe a cortisone shot. So we're going to inject the joint itself with this steroid anti-inflammatory and see if we can't alleviate the pain. So the system right now is all about alleviating pain, not necessarily restoring function. It's just trying to get people pain-free so they can get on about their lives. Unfortunately, injecting the steroid into the joints, you can only do that so many times into a joint because it does over time accelerate the degradation of the joint. It causes bone thinning and, um, and uh, you know, weakening of the cartilage and tendons. And so it gives you pain relief more often than not. You know, some patients don't feel better after it. Um, but you're now going to deal with the potential of, of accelerating the degeneration. So eventually, you know, the pain gets worse. And over the years, you keep going in to the doctor and they'll, they'll order an MRI. You know what? Maybe it's bad enough now that you might be a surgical candidate. We should go in there and see what's going on. So you get an MRI ordered and they see maybe there's some issues with the meniscus in the knee or the cartilage is broken down. And they, they'll, they'll say, you know, maybe we should go in orthoscopically. So now you start getting into the surgery realm. Very rarely um, does the system refer people to chiropractic care. (laughs) And if we were able to catch people early on, um, the type of chiropractic that we do in the office is called chiropractic biophysics. And we don't just look at the spine when we're working on people. We look at all the joints. We look a lot specifically for leg length differences and abnormal mechanical issues. And, you know, a $5 heel lift could have 
potentially prevented a knee replacement later in life or a hip replacement. These little things, you know, that the system doesn't really encourage. Maybe they did send you to a physical therapist. Maybe you were lucky enough to get into a chiropractic office, but, um, you know, not everybody's doing the same things. Not everybody's looking at the same things and, and whatnot. So having said that, eventually people end up on the surgeon's table and they, they might see, well, your meniscus was folded over. We're going to cut it out. Or you had some floaters. We're going to suck them out. Or, or you know, you're essentially, we're just buying time through the whole thing until you end up needing a knee replacement. So the process starts with maybe just grabbing like say Motrin or Aleve or something mm-hmm. over the counter. Um, now, one of the things I wanted to um, touch on was even these over-the-counter medications have some side effects, right? Oh, yeah. There's uh, roughly 15,000 deaths every year just simply due to uh, Tylenol, uh, NSAID use, ibuprofen, Motrin. They cause ulcers for some people. Tylenol can affect liver. You never want to mix Tylenol and alcohol, but let's say you got knee pain and you're going to a wedding and you're taking Tylenol and you're having a few drinks, right? No big deal. So, I mean, these these are the things that can happen, and these are just the -the over-the-counter NSAIDs. (laughs) 15,000 deaths a a year are attributed to that. So, there's always side effects to any of these synthetic chemicals, right? Yeah. There's always side effects. And, and they're not important. fixing the problem. Right. And I think that's important for people to know because they are over the counter. They're easy to, to access. They're easy to grab. But um, but they do have some consequences. If, if um, you know, I know we had a patient who had internal bleeding. And, you yeah. know, that was something that... Um, you know, he didn't expect, especially as young as he was. Well, and, and now the trend, and I didn't really touch on this with the knee thing, we see a lot with back pain and neck pain patients is opioid um, prescription. And I just literally printed off this ar- article. I read this just last night. Um, did a 1980 letter help spark the U.S. opioid crisis? And a 100-word letter, according to this article, was published, written and published by the Boston University Medical Center um, in the British Medical Journal, and this was back in 1980, and what it said was, quote, despite widespread use of narcotic drugs in hospitals, the development of addiction is rare in medical patients with no history of addiction. And that article ended up becoming sort of the one of the reference uh, citations, even though it wasn't a research paper, it was literally just a like a commentary, an opinion letter. It became the rationale in 800 different papers almost for how... It's not a big deal. Prescribe opioid, like so we're talking Oxycontin, you know, Vicodin, and there these drugs now have caused a rampant problem, at least in our area in the state of Maryland for sure, but all across the country, of opioid addiction, and people are now turning to heroin because they got addicted to basically Oxycontin is is you know legally prescribed heroin in essence, and so now the stat is more than 183,000 deaths from prescription painkillers were reported in the United States between 1999 and 2015. Wow. And that's from joint pain, back pain, neck pain, you know, pain after surgery, whatever. Right. So these, um, you know, these over-the-counter drugs, they can, um, they may not be effective, so then they look for other alternatives. Now, just to touch on real quick, probably in that same timeline when a patient would reach for maybe Motrin or Aleve or some of these other over-the-counter um, uh, medications, maybe they're looking also naturally at like natural supplements because we always see patients mm-hmm. come in and they're, they um, maybe grabs like glucosamine or chondroitin or some of these yeah. other supplements. So what, what do you say about that? Well, we, I mean, we sell those things obviously and we're 
um, very happy to 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 prescribe you know glucosamine chondroitin MSM curcumin um, you know turmeric uh, we also do fish oil uh, and these are great anti-inflammatories and they can handle they can help a lot. Um, but again, it depends on how long you've had it, how severe it is, and are there other complicating factors? You know, do you have osteoarthritis in the knee, but are you also dealing with rheumatoid arthritis? Or do you have this, like we talked about a leg length difference, for example. So, you know, people might come in and, um, they've been walking around with one leg, one inch shorter than the other. You know, you've been pounding that short leg for 40 plus years. You know, there might be some now permanent damage to the joint, I say that in quotations, permanent, but um, you might have broken down the joint enough that fish oil just isn't going to cut it anymore, you know, or glucosamine is not going to, there's no, you can't consume enough uh, glucosamine and chondroitin to, to regrow, you know, the cartilage that's broken down and, and worn out over time. Right. And I think that if, if you survey patients, at least the ones that I've talked to, it's, I'd say maybe 50-50 at best, patients that really respond to those uh, glucosamine. Yeah, well, if, if someone's on glucosamine, we'll tell them, if, if you take a bottle and it, you feel better, okay, great, it's doing something. If you take a bottle and in 30 days you're not really feeling much different, it's not handling what's going on. But the other thing, too, is you're not going to get full joint regeneration with any of these things either. They're, they're, they're a, na- a more natural way of lowering inflammation. Um, but over time, you still have to address what's causing the degeneration and the breakdown, whether that's mechanically getting fixed through the chiropractic, um, you know, uh, uh, heel lift fittings, things like that, leveling the body, getting things straightened out, positioned correctly, um, or you know what we're going to be talking about later later on in 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 the show and in the upcoming episode. You know, there are some definite regeneration things that we've been bringing into the office that actually stimulate reversal of the arthritis process, um, and in doing so, obviously, can alleviate the pain. But the focus can't just be alleviating pain; it has to be you know, regeneration. Exactly. And you're listening to Living Health Live. I'm Dr. Tom Cheney, along with Dr. Stephanie Cheney. And we're talking about arthritis and joint regeneration today. So far, we've talked about types of arthritis. We went through some of the different definitions, some of the common causes, and also some of the common treatments. So we were, we left off talking about some of the common treatments. We discussed um, generally, it's going to start with over-the-counter type medications, and then it may progress to steroids, um, possibly surgical procedures. So let's kind of pick up there with um, some of the surgical procedures out there. Right. So if we talk about the knee or the hip, you know, those are, those are major weight-bearing joints. Then, um, you know, we've come a long way in surgical advances uh, as far as knee replacements. And um, But it's interesting because, you know, let's say you have really – intense knee pain and you're in your your early to mid 40s or you come in and you're in your 50s and you've got um you know uh grade three or four uh osteoarthritis and they want to they you need a a knee replacement in that medical model but you're young still and the joint replacements only last so long and so they'll try to kind of have you baby that joint for as long as you possibly can to put off the surgery as long as possible so you're hobbling around potentially doing like hyaluronic acid injections, which I can get into in a moment because we've done that in the office. Um, you know, taking medications, 
um, you know, doing whatever you can to buy time until you're 60 or something to, you know, till you get it. So, so you only have to have one joint replacement in your life instead of going in multiple times because they do only last so long. So you've got people hobbling around, suffering, suffering, and all the while they're breaking down further and further and further. Um, and again, you're you're stuck with what? You're stuck with taking the over-the-counter medications or other prescription medications, maybe going in periodically for cortisone shots just to just to have pain relief. But we've had patients come in and, uh, you know, it's, it's so disheartening. We've been in practice now since 2001, and people will come in and they're on tons of medication for not just the, the pain that they're experiencing, but, you know, metabolic issues and whatnot. We have patients that come to see us because they need to lose 100 pounds before the surgeon will even do surgery. Their sugars are too high. So their goal of working with us is to lose the weight so that they can go have the knee replacement. And we were the first people in practice to say, you know what, looking at this x-ray, there's nothing we can do with our chiropractic. There's nothing we can do with our nutrition. You are you. You should, for quality of life, go get that knee replacement. Because some of our patients, they know us. They know that we want to do um, surgery-free, drug-free as a first resort. But, you know, we're very honest. It also comes down to balancing quality of life. So, you know, we are always looking for the latest and greatest. We're always looking for, you know, how can we prevent surgery? Here's the other thing. You know, people people will come into our office and they'll say, well, you know, maybe I'll just have the surgery instead of going through all this stuff that you guys have to offer because it'll it'll take away the pain. It'll be quicker and it'll be done. Like, but you're not thinking about the aftermath, right? So you go in for your surgery and now you've got weeks and weeks, months of painful rehab and you're going to be put on heavy duty narcotics like Oxycontin and antibiotics and things that are just going to kind of mess with your system. And I'm just going to be honest, um, you know, with what we're doing now in the office and we'll get into that in a moment versus surgery. I mean, one of the side effects of surgery could be death. I mean, that's a that's a valid thing. You know, if you can stay out of the hospital or the surgeon's office, that's, you know, that should not be your first line of, of tactic. But the other thing too is, you know, not every surgery works a hundred percent. And once you've had that surgery, there's no going back. You can't go get your knee replacement taken out and your old parts put back in if it doesn't go well. And the other thing is people have surgery, like a knee replacement or a hip replacement, and now, once again, mechanically, you're altered. And so who's going to work with you after that? You know, we would have lots of patients come in after knee, knee surgery or hip surgery, and then we would have to reset, re, re-evaluate them for the new leg difference or the new mechanical issues that were off so that we could prevent the arthritis um, from happening. Our goal is always to prevent. Our goal is to you know, give people options that are not surgical or not synthetic drug-based. Um, and so in the end, they, they are valuable tools for some people when they need them. And we were the first people to say, you know, go have the surgery. Um, but there's always that in-between population in limbo. Well, they, they're not a good candidate yet. So what do we do? Well, we just wait and wait and wait and just wait while it's getting worse and worse and worse until you're bad enough. The sooner you can get into our office with what we have going on now, which is the regeneration injections that we're doing, you know, don't wait until you're stage four. Get in there in your 30s, 40s, and 50s if you're having issues while it's milder and you can, you can get to a point where you will, you will actually see some really good change and regeneration. So it's not just pain relief. You're actually 
in a position to potentially regrow. So, you know, we do have people coming in for our regeneration services, um, and they are stage three, stage four. You know, they are potentially, quote unquote, bone on bone. And, um, you know, we can still help them and give them a lot of pain relief, but you're going to, this, the stuff we're doing in our office right now, these regeneration injections, uh, you want to get on that while you're young. These are like anti-aging treatments for me, you know? So, um, uh, I had knee issues, right? And so we brought in, uh, the regeneration injections and we'll get into, we'll get into the next episode of the specifics of what all that is and the science behind it. It's just amazing what we can do with these bodies. Um, but I had knee pain, got the regeneration injection. I'm 44, I don't want to have surgery. I knew with that knee pain, with, you know, with the testing we'd done, that it was likely a meniscus issue and an ACL tear, and that was going to eventually lead down the surgeon's table. I'm not going to take medication. Surgery is the last thing on the docket. And so we really went and hunted around for the latest, greatest potential regeneration therapy. And now a year later, I can run up and down stairs no problem, with no pain. Everything's restored and regenerated. I can get back to full function. And so, you know, why wait until it's too late? Right. And also why suffer with a lower quality of life and not be being able to do the things that you want to do when there's a solution out there. Right. Um, and just getting back to some of the conventional treatments that, you know, we're talking about regenerating the joint. These conventional treatments, the way that they work, they're not regenerating the joint. And they can actually, over time, some of them can actually lead to more degeneration in the joint. And that's important for people to know, yeah. you know, what can happen. Because I see patients come in and they've had multiple injections. And, and, and multiple surgeries. You know, you get the arth arthroscopic surgery for the knee. They snip a part of the meniscus out like you didn't need it at all. Um, and it can give you a little bit of pain relief. But most of our patients that have had that done a year or two years later, they're they're now dealing with a different kind of pain in the joint because they've been surgically altered. Um, and so, again, there's a time and a place, but, but now we have this thing that we can jump on now, you know. So the, the earlier the better doesn't mean we haven't been able to help people that are, you know, not in their 70s. I mean, the oldest person we did one of these regeneration injections on was in his 90s in his shoulders, and he did great. Um, so you're never too old, but the less degeneration you have – the better results you're going to get. Um, and so that's an important thing. Absolutely. And so um, <clears throat> now how about, because um, we talked about inflammation, we talked about some of these treatments for inflammation, conventional treatments. How, how important is diet in treating inflammation in the body? Diet is hugely important, especially if your arthritis, quote unquote, is not so much a mechanical problem, but more of a chemical, biophysical, like biochemical problem. So we talked about rheumatoid arthritis. So I'll just I'll just bring up a, a case in point. Um, I'm working with a gentleman who's had rheumatoid arthritis for about 20 years. He came to one of our stem cell seminars. Um, he came to our regeneration joint uh, injection seminar, and he came in thinking he was going to get stem cell injections um, in his knees. And so uh, we kind of talked him out of it and said, you know what, you've got all this inflammation. You're on medications like the steroids that are going to counteract our whole intention with the injections we're going to do. So now's not the time for those injections 
put those off. Go see the functional medicine side of our practice, and let's see if we can get you into remission with your rheumatoid arthritis, get the inflammation down, handle the causes, and then you can come off some of these medications that will work against those injections, and maybe you won't even need them then. So I'm eight weeks into working with this guy. He's completely off the, the corticosteroid medication. He's had the chemotherapy methotrexate that he was on. That's been reduced in half. He's had a slow medication reduction in eight weeks. Um, and his rheumatoid pain, he doesn't have that constant nagging ache. Uh, his wife says he's so active. He's all over the place now. He has a physical, physical job. And he's gotten to the point where he's just said last week, he said, Dr. Steph, you know, my knees aren't sore anymore. I don't know if I need those injections anymore. And I said, you may not. So let's just see how this goes. And maybe we don't need to do those injections because the cause of your pain, the cause of the inflammation, the cause of the degeneration is being handled. So um, diet is huge. It's, it's a huge factor for a lot of people with joint pain. Um, and we're always just trying to look holistically at what the best protocol is, best tactic. Um, you know, we've had people come in for the regeneration injections where we say, you know what, it's too late. You know, we'll be very honest. It's probably not going to happen. Um, or you've got you've got 150 pounds to lose or you're, you've got super inflammation likely because of food allergies or you're autoimmune. You want to deal with that first. You know, why waste the regeneration injection on you if you've still got that thing there underlying the surface that's just going to hammer those joints more and more and more? You want to get, you know, the most bang for your buck. So we really just want to help people get functional and well as naturally as possible. And treat the whole body. And treat the whole body. Instead of in right. looking at the causes instead of just putting Band-Aids right. on it. Right. So, you know, the cause of knee pain could be rheumatoid arthritis. It could be, um, it could be gluten allergy. It could be, it could be your sugars are too high and you're diabetic and that's causing inflammation. It could, it could just be you, you have a bum knee from old football injury. There's so many or different reasons. It could be reasons. all of them. It could be <laughs> all of them. Yes. All of the above. So, Again, the best way to get the machine working, or as you, you say, the car, right? You bring your car into the mechanic is to look under the hood, pop the hood, hook the car up to some diagnostic equipment, figure out what causes the problems, and, and then go after the problems. It's not just cover up the check engine light with prescription medication or supplements because, you know, people use supplements as their Band-Aid too. So. Well, we're not just going to take the car in and put new tires on without fixing the alignment because the tires are just going to wear out again. Yeah, if the chassis is all messed up, you got to... You right. got to make all the corrections, right? For sure. So, talk a little more about diet and how important that is, like as far as nutrition is concerned. So, you you met with this one gentleman, mm -hmm. uh, rheumatoid arthritis. Um, now he's doing much better. Um, what are some other um, examples of how diet could play a part? Yeah. So, um, in in this particular case, uh, when we ran some of the functional tests that we run, um, we uncovered a, a very high amount of candida. That's a yeast overgrowth for him, um, leaky gut and, uh, and some food allergies. So we ended up creating a food list for him that was very individualized based on testing. We, um, we started working on the gut. We started addressing, getting rid of the candida yeast because that was causing a lot of uh, inflammation with him. So here he is. You know, he came in first for regeneration injections. We sent him down the path to handle his rheumatoid arthritis and try to get him off some of the steroids so he could have the regeneration injections. And then underlying the rheumatoid is food allergies um, and uh, a candida fungal overgrowth that we had to handle. All seemingly completely 
independent, not related things that are literally completely related when you're looking at the whole body, right? So we've eliminated his yeast. We've gotten rid of some of the food allergies. And now, like I said, his, he's able to come off his medications. His rheumatoid is basically, you know, moving into remission and he might not even need the injections. So, so we're treating the whole person instead of just the one body part. Yeah. So, so what if you could regenerate joints? So next week, we're going to be talking about regenerating joints. You've been listening to Living Health Live with me, Dr. Tom Cheney and Dr. Stephanie Cheney of Living Health Integrative Medicine in Annapolis. Make sure to tune in next Thursday at 1230. We'll be taking a look at arthritis and alternative to surgeries through regeneration therapy. Remember, you can live your life free of diabetes, fatigue, joint pain, and arthritis. Visit our website at mylivinghealth.com. And I want to thank our technical director, Tamika Smith, for helping us with the show. The information on this show is intended as educational information only. The information given here is designed to help you make informed decisions about your health and is not intended as a substitute for any medical treatment. You've been listening to Living Health Live with Drs. Tom and Stephanie Cheney of Living Health Integrative Medicine in Annapolis. Tune in on Thursdays at 12.30 p.m. on 1450 and 95.9 WOL. And worldwide on WOLDCnews.com for your chance to learn how you can take charge of your health, free of diabetes, ED, fatigue, and pain.